Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From the Times of London, this is The World in 10, a daily podcast bringing you global stories and analysis from the Times correspondents all over the world. Hello, I'm Stuart Willey. Today, how artificial intelligence could help bring more non-artificial lives into the world, allegations of abuse against a controversial Hollywood star, and in the city of love, could the luxury jewels be fake? First today, a story that's dominating the news here in Britain and elsewhere. It's about allegations of sexual assault against the comedian and actor Russell Brand. An exclusive investigation by the Sunday Times and Channel 4 has uncovered accusations that he was a sex predator hiding in plain sight. He first became famous as a comedian with an act that was often sexually graphic. That fame then took him to Hollywood and a run of movies. This woman, who we're calling Nadia, met him in L.A. and says she was raped by him. He pushed me up against the wall. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I have a friend here and I I want you to come into the bedroom. I'm like, no, that's not happening. We're not doing that. And I tried to get away from him. He's grabbing at my, my underwear, pulling it to the side. I'm telling him to get off me and he won't get off. I was very distraught, trying to get out of the house with him being so much taller than me, like holding me up against the wall. I couldn't move. Rosamond Irwin is the Sunday Times media editor. She's been investigating this story for years. We're looking at a series of accounts between 2006 and 2013 from four women in particular who are alleging sexual assaults between that period. So there's a sort of seven years of which Russell Brand was at a sort of highest level of fame. As well as those four main allegations, there are another, uh, there's a range of other accusations about Brand's controlling abusive and predatory behaviour. And one of those women was just 16 years old when she got into a relationship with Russell Brand, who was then 30. I've been waiting since I was 16 for it to hit the papers or for it to be on the news that he's been arrested or that somebody's reported him and it's stopped the abuse. In recent years, Mr Brand has reinvented himself as an anti-establishment influencer, posting videos that mix conspiracies and wellness for his millions of fans. Late on Friday, he posted another, strongly denying the criminal allegations, insisting the relationships were consensual and suggesting that the reporting was part of a coordinated attack by what he calls the mainstream media. There's a special edition of the Stories of Our Times podcast today on these accusations against Russell Brand. Hear from the women involved and how the investigation came together. Just search Stories of Our Times where you get your podcasts.
We talk a lot about AI or artificial intelligence these days, and that's often tied up with fears about the negatives that could come from the technology. Those students cheating on essays or term papers, computers passing the bar exam, or the prospect of mass unemployment should AI take all our jobs. Some 25 countries will attend an AI safety summit outside London in November. But at this end of the week, it's often worth looking to the positives, and AI is being harnessed to speed up scientific research and perhaps give us another great leap forward. One area in which the technology is being used is in fertility treatments for people trying to get pregnant, and it could boost their likelihood of success. Here's Rachel Sylvester, who writes about health for The Times. So what happens is the AI, the artificial intelligence, selects the embryos for implantation in IVF. And what the scientists have discovered is that the AI actually has a better chance of selecting the most viable embryo than the human embryologists. The human embryologists tend to choose the first viable embryo. They don't look for the best among seven or eight embryos that may have been fertilised successfully. What the AI does, it looks completely objectively at every single embryo and and analyses them using a sort of very clear set of criteria. Uh, and it finds the most likely to succeed and most likely to result in a pregnancy. The technology has already been used in quite a lot of countries around the world, including Israel, the US and Ireland. There have actually been about 5,500 pregnancies resulting from embryos selected by this AI tool. And almost 10,000 patients have had this special AI-enabled IVF. 90,000 embryos have been evaluated Uh, And what the analysis of these successful pregnancies shows is that there's a 30% higher rate of successful healthy pregnancy, according to the company. Uh, And the time to pregnancy is about 20% faster. So the implications of this for women who are trying to get pregnant is that you could end up spending less on the fertility treatment. Diamonds, they say, are a girl's best friend. And the rise of synthetic diamonds means they've become affordable for more of us. But in Paris, the city of love, affordability is not usually the goal. French fashion critics are stunned, as one of the most chic jewellers has broken with tradition to sell lab-grown stones. My World in 10 colleague Amy Gill has been talking with The Times reporter in Paris, Adam Sage. Amy's here. Amy, I'm no expert in expensive jewels, but can they be as good as the real thing? Whilst due to the untrained eye, the answer is yes, these lab-grown diamonds are indistinguishable. That's the word Adam uses in his piece, and he told me how they are made. So there there are several different techniques for making uh, synthetic diamonds. At the most basic level, as I understand it, you basically bake graphite in a microwave um, chamber. But uh, Fred says that it has used far more sophisticated process to to produce far higher quality synthetic diamonds and and this uh, involves uh, making layer after layer of pure carbon 
and subjecting it to chemical vapour deposition is, is the name of the process involved. Fred, as Adam mentioned in that clip, and who he writes about in his article, is a high-end French jeweller. Now, they are the reasons we're talking about the synthetic diamonds today. Synthetic diamonds have been increasingly popular in the US and Indian markets for a while now, which in terms of diamond and jewellery design is not as high-end as the French jewellers. But it's a game changer that a luxury brand such as Fred, Adam told me they are very much trendsetters in the luxury market, is using these lab-grown diamonds in their jewellery. So what's driving this change? Well, Adam told me it's a whole host of reasons, price being one, another being the environmental and human cost of mining diamonds. I mean, amongst consumers in the United States, that's an issue that has come up quite a lot, um, certainly in the engagement ring market. Now, in, in the luxury French end of the market, they're, they're very reluctant to bring that up as an issue because a jeweler like Fred, I mean, the overwhelming majority of the diamonds that use it is still are still natural diamonds that are being mined. So it doesn't want to shoot itself in the foot, really, by suggesting that... that uh, that there are ecological reasons behind its its move. It's it's carefully avoiding that argument. Fred is saying that it's moved into into synthetic diamonds simply because because the colour blue is so rare in nature. Fred's venture into synthetic diamonds won't leave diamond mines to run dry, but the industry is becoming increasingly worried by the growing influence of laboratories. For now, though, it seems that a girl's best friend can still be found down the mines. You may have heard of the soccer player Paul Pogba. He was considered one of the best players in the world. But this week, we learned the Frenchman failed a doping test. He's been suspended and could be banned after testing positive for testosterone. There's a fascinating feature on the Times app charting the demise of Paul Pogba from World Cup winner and Manchester United star to injury and extortion. Even allegations from his own brother that he'd paid millions to a witch doctor to curse teammate Kylian Mbappe. Read more with a Times digital subscription. The Pogba story is worthy of a Hollywood movie. And it seems that's where this player's future could lie. He said he wants to be a film star once his football career is over, and that may be sooner than later, depending on the results of a second test of his doping sample. Thanks for downloading The World in 10. We're here every day with the analysis and expertise of The Times of London. There's much more tomorrow. Tomorrow. 